You are listening to the Commitment Issues Podcast with Womb. Uh, <laughs> Womb. Woody Womack here, joining the Commitment Issues Podcast by Nick Kruger and Rob Casty. We're live, local, and late-breaking all together in the same place. Guys, how are you doing today? It's good. Is this the this is the first time in a long time that we've all been together in the same room, right? The first time we've all been together and with better equipment and in the studios that we'll be producing our National Signing Day show in starting tomorrow. Yeah, yeah coming to you live, not from a closet, with Rob Cassidy. <laughs> for, for those of you who didn't get the joke, we're sitting in the vertical podcast studios today, which is, is huge for us because uh, Nick and I both listen to his podcast, right? You still listen to the, the vertical with Woj? Uh, yeah. You know, Damien Lilliard. <laughs> as we famously uh, <laughs> heard about several times. But anyway, signing days tomorrow or today, whenever you're listening to this, we're going to have a quick turnaround. We had all kinds of things to talk about. But the number one topic, uh, boy, this is almost a that's on me coach right out of the gate. <laughs> I believe it was coach. a week ago or two weeks ago, Nick, where where Rob Cassidy was like, hey, it's not like James Robinson has ever been arrested or anything. No, I definitely jinxed him. <laughs> so cut to this weekend, James Robinson, uh, rivals 100 wide receiver, I believe. He's still ranked in the top 100. He uh, goes to Ohio State, gets cited for marijuana while on the visit. Which... And to be fair, James Robinson has still never been arrested. He was cited. Yeah, initial reports said he was arrested, in which you know he came out and denied that. And then he also had a tweet storm where I believe he said that other – Ohio State players, everyone smokes weed at Ohio State or something like that? Well, to be fair, everyone smokes weed everywhere. Like, I'm Actually, you can't see this, but I'm actually smoking a joint right now. <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's, you know, he's not actually. No, no it's not. There's no post out of here. Okay, the, the, quote, the, tweet from, uh, the tweet from James was, OSU players do so much drugs with a shrugging emoji and the grinning emoji. Yeah, I guess he's not going to Ohio State. Emoji. So, so unfortunately for James, who we mentioned already kind of had a bad rep, uh, he gets the the marijuana citation. Now, what's going to happen, Rob? Is he having anywhere to go to school? I understand that Florida cannot take him now. From what I've been told, it was a uh, an order from above the coaching staff that said you cannot take this guy after the citation. Um, so I don't think he will be going to Florida. I think that's where I originally thought he was going to go. Now it's interesting. Ole Miss might take him. I don't know. USF would take him. Uh, it's going to be interesting. But somebody's going to get a good player if he can. You know, kind of focus, and I, I, you know, I think the world of James as a player. It's just a matter of, and he's, and I don't think he's a bad kid. Obviously, he just got popped for a little bit of pot. Um, somebody's going to get a steal, I think, if they can keep him focused. And I think it might be USF, and it might be Ole Miss. Ole Miss kind of needs a wide receiver like James Robinson, right? Uh, and if you're Ole Miss, I don't think you're in the position to get too, too high on your horse uh, and not take him. Well, you know, you and I are always uh, we've talked about this before. We don't really know the kids that well. I mean, I you know. There's no worse for us to know what they're doing in their spare time. I think safe to say when we were in high school, uh, I grew up in Oregon, so I mean, it goes without saying that, you know, I would say marijuana use was prevalent. I had, uh, you know, several uh, friends who played college football. I'd also say it was prevalent, prevalent uh, at that level as well. Um, so to me, it's not a deal breaker. I mean, I think it, it's kind of a bummer that he, he got busted on the visit. I think maybe there's a little bit of judgment yeah. questions there like what you know how do you I, I, so from what i understand is that he was in a car with other ohio state players uh and he just kind of happened to be holding the uh the marijuana cigarette <laughs> when, they, when they uh when they when the cops came and pulled him over and uh you know when you're the dude with dreads and gold teeth as bad as it is i mean 
you are going to get targeted by law enforcement. So, so if this had happened, he was already on the team. What, what do you think happens? He gets a one-game suspension, or maybe. And that's if it doesn't happen in the off season. If it happens in the off season, it's probably what do they call it? Handled internally with air quotes. Uh, if it happens during the season, I bet he gets a one-game suspension. But now, you know, it's the end of the world, and Florida can't take him. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of a bummer, but like you said, someone's going to get a good player. I think the problem with James is that you know being in a structured environment in college would probably help him. I mean, having you know, maybe some accountability or whatever, a uh, shorter leash, you know. But but like you said, there were several people in the car, I believe, when it happened, and I, I don't know. It's yeah, a, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough it's, thing it's to one talk of these about. Where you just kind of like shrug your shoulders because it's one of these you know hot button issue that almost like sides on you know politics, and you don't want to get into that. Right. Well, so. and it's legal in several states. I don't think Ohio is one of them, but you know, it's it's legal in in Oregon. I mean, my hometown, you can just go down to like you know, and I live in a typical small town America you can drive down the street and go buy some marijuana cigarettes you know well, no, I mean it's no essentially question. legal here like I mean it's not but people smoke weed on the street here nobody's gonna yeah, arrest you York right now here in New York City well, all right so anyway what do you so where do you think he ends up then what's gonna happen you I think it's USF I think that's the that's the fail safe I mean if nowhere else he will land there I think but I think if I'm Ole Miss I'm taking that dude uh, they like I said Ole Miss's class isn't exactly one that's and he's visited it's not exactly a class that's like you can tout as it's they can't get by without James Robinson. Right. I don't they're, think that they're in a position to pass on a guy like him. Right. Then they're ta- they've taken some chances on some guys through the JUCO ranks throughout the year. So there is talent there. I I just think you you gotta remember we're talking about a teenager, you know. It's yeah. not teenagers do stupid stuff. Uh, yeah, it's spoiler like, hey, alert. Breaking news here on the commitment <laughs> issues podcast. Teenager smokes weed. Yeah, so <laughs> it's tough. It's tough for us to talk about because of our job. But you know, I, I personally think you know we talked about it before that we didn't think James is a you know a criminal or anything like that. Or we don't know, and we also said we don't know him that well. But you know the 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 whole you know the coded language of he's a thug and stuff like that. I, I personally I don't like it. Um, it was a stupid thing he did. I think he admitted that he apologized. I think you've talked to his coaches and stuff like that and. You know, you have a relationship with them as well. So it'll be interesting to watch and see what happens. I, but like I said, I think someone's going to get a good player yeah. uh, come signing day. So topic number two here, you know, Nick, Nick's been awful quiet over there. Yeah, why, why don't you just, like, say something? <laughs> I, well, that's not – I mean, all the stuff that was going on with James is, you know, not not my player, not my region, not my yeah, situation. I, don't, I think Nick might be a narc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, speaking of illegal activity, I PayPal Nick Kruger $200 the other night for winning a Royal Rumble betting pool. Well, I don't know. Boy. My, my, it, was, it was more of like a door prize raffle sort of thing. It wasn't betting. So. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't technically betting. Yeah. Okay, so topic number two really coming into play here for Rob Cassidy. Uh, last, I think it was last night, Michigan's got a commitment from Oliver Martin, who is a four-star wide receiver from somewhere in flyover country. I think he's from Iowa, if I remember right, or Nebraska. Or... Iowa. Iowa, yeah. So, like I said, flyover country. Yeah. Uh, we're by, we're you know, we're by. By the, by the way, I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger on while, while we were here yesterday. Uh, while I was waiting for something to happen, I saw Arnold Schwarzenegger on a uh, like a morning show here in New York, and they just asked him like the the fluff question, like you know, what what did you take from your? Ex- oh, he was wearing his governor's ring on his one hand, and they asked him about his experience, and he goes. You know, California is the greatest state in the union. We're not some state like Iowa or something. Just called. That was the only state that he called out directly. We should have got Arnold on the show. Uh, shots fired at Arnold. Yeah. Um, well, so anyway, so anyway, poor Iowa though, as we mentioned, you know, with all these rules they have, they end up losing their best player, one of the highest ranked players in a long time. Uh, he ends up leaving to go to Michigan, and I believe. 
the headline that 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 uh, Rob had was he, him and the, another one of the coaches. I, I jumped in a pool to celebrate. Is that what happened? Uh, yeah, that's what happened, I guess. And the thing is, like, all right, I'm not going to say Jim Harbaugh's act is washed because it works, but he's at his best, and I like him. Uh, he's at his best when it appears authentic and not forced and like. I'm I'm jumping in a pool because there's a video rolling on me, you know, and that that came off a little forced. When Jim is authentic, Jim is good. He's funny, just naturally. Uh, we don't need him trying too hard. I think we gotta we gotta yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, I'm looking at the the GIF or the GIF, whatever you want to call it here, and uh, yeah, it's clearly like super staged. But the kid, that's the kid. That's Oliver in the middle, and he does a nice dive here. Watch this technique. Well, and when, he's wearing the khakis. Got, it's yeah. overproduced. When, when uh, you know, when I was in uh. When I was in San Antonio for the Army Bowl, and Oliver Martin was one of the stars of the show there for uh, for his team, I interviewed him after. I said, "You know, what teams did you what teams did you like early on in the recruiting process?" And he said Auburn because he's a swimmer naturally. Ah. And he said he said that the Auburn swim team, the swim and dive team, was one of the teams that he followed because they were apparently are a power program. So he was real interested in them from that regard. So, you know, the the, the form on the dive there has a, a very strong explanation. How about that? See, so that's some yes. insight. But how about the scouting by me to pick that up without even knowing the background? Oh, yeah, okay, I mean, sure. Right. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Wait, the <laughs> hips explode <laughs> the off of the doctor. Next time we need some scouting reports on some <laughs> swimmers' hips. So we'll be coming to you. Well, hey, uh, Nick will recall that I covered many a swim meet there in Orlando at the old YMCA with the open roof. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> I made a lot of money at that place. We've, we've all had to cover swim meets that are. I've covered a lot of track meets. Yeah. Woody gets crap for covering rodeo. I also covered a rodeo in my first job. Nobody ever brings it up to me. Yeah, no, I'm the only rodeo and and a hockey thing people bring up quite a bit. Which who knows? You know, maybe I'll be covering that again soon. Yeah, well, you know, it's better to be um, adding on some track. <laughs> so, um, getting back to the the topic of, we, we talked about this last week that we don't have a problem with Harbaugh doing it, and one of the reasons it does, we don't have a problem is because it feels authentic. This was one, not one of those times. I mean. It's almost, I'm looking at even I, even I searched for it and it didn't seem to really move the needle, you know. No, it's because it's overproduced. He, like if yeah. you're a, a naturally interesting person, which I believe Jim Harbaugh to be, you don't have to do these things. Just do you, and it's gonna get headlines. Like Jim being Jim is fine. Jim overproduced is washed. It's like, uh, you know, one of those like repugnant remakes of a bad TV show, like a Fuller House or something. Oh God! Talk of, speaking of washed. Um, <laughs> Full House was actually the first show that, as a kid, I was like, this show's lame. Like, like, yeah, I, like, you can tell as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I've been accused of being a little bit of a grump uh, at an early age. We recently been watching some home videos of me being like a smartass at age seven, you uh, know. Well, so. you're going to have to edit that one out. Yeah. Well, that's not coming out. <laughs> uh, Dave Barry in the house just walked into the Dave, studio. Dave, come over. <laughs> What's up, Dave? Are you guys we are. We're live local and late breaking. This is uh, our video guy, Dave Barry. Say hello, Dave. Hi, guys. Dave's actually, uh, we've been calling him Slave Barry this week because he's been working so hard. Dave, trying what, to... what are your views on Full House, the television show? <laughs> the original or the, the remake? Either. Uh, I like, I haven't seen the remake. I like the original. Uh, I'd watch it again. <laughs> really? <laughs> All a, over again? I'm a fan, yeah. How about that? Uh, I always had a big time crush on uh, Stephanie. Yeah. Stephanie? Yeah. See, I thought the other one was the was Dude, the more Candace, yeah. the middle one. Well, no, 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 no. Candace no. was. Deej wasn't wasn't where she's at today at the time. That's you're thinking. Stephanie was the best. No, I haven't seen the show in so long, but I feel like I feel like I'm Team Woody here. No, dude. Yeah. I mean, come on. 
No, Stephanie went to to college with a, a good friend of mine, and I always regretted not. You Didn't know, she have like a meet. real yeah, like weird had, drug she, problem? Yeah, she, like, she, she spiraled yeah. into. She like... recently did a Maxim photo shoot that is on point. Really? Okay, okay. So all right. She's, Jeez, she's, Dave. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how much I like. All that. right, we're not trying to objectify <laughs> women on the show here, right? Out of the gate. <laughs> that's usually my line. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's get back to you know, full house is washed, and so is Jim Harbaugh. Jim, you know, come on, man. Keep it, keep it, uh, keep it original. Keep it, authentic. keep it authentic. Yeah, I mean, you know, take it from a New Yorker like Rob Cassidy. Authentic is what sells uh, the needle. There. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Jacob Phillips. Last week, the number one story on our website, written by yours truly. Guess what number? Guess what number two was. Wait, if you put yourself over anymore. Hold uh, on, guess what number two was? The podcast with Wom as he... <laughs> Wom as he nicknamed himself. Yeah. Guys, I had to do the shtick. What was I supposed to do? What else sounds like Woj? Krug? Well, no, but never mind. Just continue. Let's just get this over. The podcast was number two story on the site, if you would have played along with the... No, that's big time. So anyway, Jacob Phillips flips from Oklahoma to LSU and caused a lot of controversy. The Oklahoma fans were mad. One fan said that he picked uh, money over God, I think was the... You and Frilly got called a lot of names. Yeah, me and Mike got called a lot of names. And here was the problem with Phillips. And this is a thing, this is kind of the topic I wanted to talk about. He went to the Army game and did well, mm-hmm. and that convinced him that he wanted to go to LSU at that point because he felt like, I'm an SEC player now. And, and fans don't get it. They think that's a narrative that we push. The kids who grow up in that SEC footprint are obsessed with the SEC name and, yeah. and low. So, I mean, would Jacob Phillips be any better player if he went to LSU or Oklahoma? Who knows? I mean, there's, but – it's it's perception. Like I say all the time in recruiting, the only thing that matters is perception. And whether the SEC was crappy this year, which it was, it doesn't matter as long as people still see it as the conference. I mean, it can be as crappy as it wants as long as it retains that reputation, right? Yes. I mean, you know, Oklahoma fans will say, we beat the SEC four times in a row. They don't – it doesn't matter. I don't know I don't know what changes the perception, but there's just no – I don't <laughs> – <laughs> if Nick, Nick Saban leaving Alabama changes the perception. Yeah, maybe that's it. But the bottom line is they point... Are, are we theorizing that this man is carrying an entire conference? Yes. I, I would not... I'm not going to crap on that. I think that that is... Well, a, I mean, that is who, a, that, who, we can expand on this. They, I mean, they've won... They've won... You know, they've been in the championship games for how many out of the past, uh, past years and won so many championships. And, uh, you know, I mean, look at, look at how... You know, we talked a lot about the SEC West being not so great this year, and the SEC East is even worse than that. So, I mean, really, you're ta- you're talking about, and I wouldn't even say, you know, all the, all the people that say that Alabama is still the premier program. When we cover these recruits and we ask them, you know, what what their thoughts are on on each program, and they'll still go to the fact that Alabama is that team. Uh, and I think there's probably like a five year, five season, three to five season window for when things catch up with themselves as far as like. When when reality meets perception. No, I agree completely. I, like I said, I wasn't going to crap on that theory because I think it is. I think if you take Alabama out of that conference, because because what if what if Saban what if Saban would have went to Texas like everybody was talking about a couple uh, you know before they was it before they hired Charlie? Yeah, right? everybody talks about yearly. So so what if what if he what if that point he would have left Alabama and then gone to Texas? How do things change? Not only not only for Texas, obviously things would have presumably been better than they did with Charlie Strong, but. You know, then you take that that crown jewel out of the SEC conference, and then where do where do things go from yeah, there? Maybe they hire Tom Herman and they fall apart. So, well, we haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, that's a good. Well, we don't have this on the topic sheet, but uh, boy, t- Nick, what's going on with Texas, man? Are they going to get any of these players tomorrow? I mean, 
that, well, that's a good question. I mean, that's that's what I, you know, that that's what I wrote about in one of my stories that didn't do quite as well as yours. Uh, yeah, nothing you know, does. When we did the when we did hey, the sorry. Pitch. The Big Twelve forecast. I mean, maybe I put the, the, we, can, we can all we can't all be warm. Right? Yeah. No. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll add some help for you down there in Texas. Nick. The, the team. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll transfer you over. Yeah. Right. No, it's better to be adding the subtract. But the uh, but the you know I, I wrote down that the team that could surprise is in a good way is Texas, and the team that could be uh, you know disappointed I suppose is also Texas because if they hit on if they hit on Chevin Callaway if they hit on uh, Caleb Von Chasen if they hit on um, uh, Kerry Vincent who may or may not kind of be like a hand-in-hand sort of uh, commitment with with Chasen when you're talking about their decisions between LSU and Texas I mean if they get all three of those guys plus a, a Stefan Zabi who plays at the same school as their quarterback commit uh, Sam Ellinger you know, if they get all those guys here and at the end of the class, I mean, that's that's a really good finish for Tom Herman, even though they kind of missed on some of the bigger guys early. But I think the reason that they missed on some of those bigger guys early is because they recruited or they offered a lot of kids that Charlie Strong did not during his time. So the exposure, the motivation for exposure between some of these top commits, like a um, like a Sedarian Lamb, for example, uh, you know, what wasn't wasn't what it could have been before Herman got hired. Then. You know, you're, he's working on a shorter period of time than coaches that have already, like a Gary Patterson at TCU or some, you know, some of the other coaches in state that have been there for a while. So even though he knew some of these kids from when he was at Houston, he was recruiting on a different level. And you saw that he brought over a number of those kids that were committed to Houston. But, you know, as far as the upper echelon of guys per our rankings, you know, he just didn't have, or Walker Little was another guy that he came real close with. But, you know, he had already been to Stanford X number of times. That relationship was just too far for him to, to overcome in a short period of time. So he could finish strongly with the guys that are still on the table, and that would still give him a very respectable class. Well, let's, I mean, but let's take a look at, you mentioned, okay, Houston. Brian Jones, they just brought in for an official visit from Louisiana. He committed to Houston essentially over Texas from what I gathered based on talking to Jason Sukumal. He was a take for Texas. We had Ryan Johnson from Alabama. from Alabama who they were trying to recruit. He just visited. He, he just visited and committed to Stanford. I mean, I guess if we're going to run down, I know, and you you have some excuses there for him on, you know, it's a, in my opinion, it's a horseshoes and hand grenade situation. Sorry, Texas fans. Play Rob Cassidy has been out in front of this train for a long but time. But I'm a, I, I'm a little, I'm a little myself if I'm a uh, Texas fan. Who like if, who are they going to close with tomorrow? Give us. Give us the name. You mentioned a few, but who do you actually think? Well, the one, the ones that I brought up were the were the four that you're really taking a close look at. And and Kerry Vincent is already committed to LSU. I mean, they, that's really just a that's a, a hopeful scenario for them. Um, as far and but they, but I mean, if they even if they were to get uh, Callaway, um, you know, they they still have they still have three maybe four other uh, four star defensive backs committed in that class right now as it is. So you know. Kerry Vincent would be a, a cherry on top with with all of that, you know. They, I, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like they, I'm just saying, like we don't need to hit the panic button. They still have a good, they, you know, they still had a good. When you look at Tom Herman's first class when he took over at Houston, and I know it's a different, maybe the perception of the program is a, at a different level. He didn't have that great of a first class at Houston when he was there. I mean, I think they, off the top of my head, I think they took like 17 commits and. Uh, seven of them were three stars, and the rest were. Yeah, but what about the highest non-power five, five-star? Well, yeah, that came, but that came the year after. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So I mean, wh- however he does this year, when you look at Texas's roster coming back, the, the players that they were excited about, even though the wins and lo- the wins weren't there this season, so to speak, there's a lot 
of talent there that uh, still has fans excited. When you fuse that with a, a relatively good class, no matter how it, it finishes this year, um, you know, I, I, I don't think I don't think there's any cause for concern quite yet with Herman. Let me ask you this about Herman, Woody. And it's a very simple question, and I think it's the one that gives me pause about whether he's the answer or not. What if you're a kid? What is the allure of Tom Herman? Why do you want to play for him? Because he finished second in. in oh, you remember when he got a gr- you remember when he got a grill? Is that it? That's the allure. Like, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I just. I don't know. Man. No, everybody's <laughs> counting on the fact that that he was sold coming to Texas. He was sold as the guy that was going to fix that program. <laughs> yeah, he was. So, so the so the so the it has it, does, it has less to do with Tom Herman the person and more to do with the fact like kids were looking for an excuse to commit to Texas and maybe they weren't and maybe that's what we're finding out. I mean, obviously Texas A and M still had a pretty good class this year. Um, you know, Oklahoma had a great class taking a lot of Texas kids. So, you know, I. I just think I just think we we got to wait. It's like it's like we said at the top of the show. I mean, maybe there's a little bit of a window before reality catches up with perception. Well, and, and here's the thing: we have to remember uh, the cupboard is not bare. They had the number seven recruiting class last year, so maybe Tom Herman's just a better on-field coach, and that's where you see the immediate impact. I think, I think, uh, I think we're all expecting them to be better even a charlie strong state i think we expect them to be better on the field next year so what's, right? uh, what's what's how do we measure success for texas in 2017 uh, i think that well i, I personally think they didn't want to win eight games right at yeah, least that's fair i think if you're a texas fan you say okay we need to win eight but right now i mean last year they had the number seven class this year they have number 35 and even if like nick said they're gonna they're gonna add some people but i mean yeesh you know that last year they held a bunch of kids back to get the big signing day. They had a huge signing day, as we remember, and it turned out. And you were supposed, weren't you supposed to do a story about how if that was happening this year or not? Did you ever figure that out? Yeah, no, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> Boy, we are really laden with in jokes here. I think that was on your 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 plate. I don't know if you got it done. Um, but anyway, I, you, you got to figure a best case scenario. They climb into the top twenty-five or maybe into the top twenty, but still, you know. When you're talking about, you look at them and then you look at, for example, uh, we talked a lot about Oregon last week. Oregon's class right now is number 20. <laughs> it's the Bruce Judson effect. The Bruce Judson impact. But if you think about it, and they're still in it for some highly ranked guys. And I mean, Oregon was a disaster this year. They won four games and they hired a coach from USF. Tom and, they're Herm- not, and they're not located in Texas. Right. Tom Herman was already in Texas recruiting these some of these guys. So, uh, and. Maybe Willie, you know, some of these, a lot of these kids they brought in from South Florida, three or from, what do we consider Central Florida? What's Tam- what's Tampa called? They think they're South Florida, but they're fake South Florida. No, it's right? not real South Florida. It's, like, yeah. it's the Bay Area, I guess. The other yeah, Bay yeah. Area. That's called Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's a, you know. Anyway, regardless. I'm, a, I'm sorry, Texas fans. I'm a little nervous. Boy, I'm we starting to come to, I'm a little, come to my side. I'm a little on nervous. This. I was, you know. I was excited about Herman. What are you nervous about? I don't understand. Like they, they've already got. I don't have their class sitting in front of me, but they've already, they've already got what like six, six four stars included, and yeah, uh, cool. Texas was a program that used to recruit, six four stars it used to recruit itself, right? This was like USC. It was like Alabama. This is, we're not talking about. Yeah, but if you said but, okay, no, no, no. But <laughs> I mean, but, but like, why do they have to? Why, why do they have to? You know, why do they have to make the big splash and get all the five stars this year? If you said they, if they got to win eight games next year to be a success. And they do that with the team. I think I think that's when you'll see the change in uh, you know the change in momentum for their recruiting. Man, I don't know if eight games is enough to make a guy go like, all right. Well, they were five, five and seven. All, all, seven he, all, this all past he needs year. to do is win enough games for people to believe that he's 
uh, the improvement that they were looking for as a coach. You know, just a sign of that. You know, he doesn't need to win a national championship next season. Well, you tell that to your fans there in Austin, where your hometown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're adopted. Third, third town in six years. Well, speaking of which, our boy Zach McCann having his bachelor party in Austin. Coming up here in just a few months. Now, that's a place for those things, right? It's more of like a bachelorette spot you hear about, right? Austin. Well, this means old Wood Dog would be making his way downtown to... Uh, it's a 6th Street. Yeah, whatever people go in Austin. Shakespeare's keep Pub Austin, keep Austin weird. I'm I'll, I'm trying to figure out when, if it's going to fit into my Boy, schedule. All right, hold on. I don't want to jump ahead to the end of the show here, but keep Austin weird is stolen. from. It was Portland. Well, there's street. a lot of talk in Austin that... Portland stole it, stole it, so who, <laughs> stole it from so, them. <laughs> so hold on, whose side are we on here? Well, I mean, I tend to be on Portland side, but I think there might be some evidence. I mean, clearly Austin is a bootleg version of Portland. I think we all know that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think, come on. But I do think Portland may have stolen the slogan from Austin. Oh man, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I didn't know. I just know that I hear people complain about that. It's a whole. Well, thing. there's a big, you know, when you go to the Voodoo Donuts in Portland, they have it, you know, keep Portland weird yeah. on the the wall there. But I, yeah, I don't know. I, sorry, Austin. Portland this, is a little weirder, though. Yeah, Portland's way weirder. My name's Woody. Hello, <laughs> my name's Woody Mohandas. My middle name is Mohandas. I'm from Oregon. Okay, introduce me to someone from Austin who's named Mohandas. <laughs> Woody Mohandas. They grew up on a Christmas tree. Probably. Right. I mean, come on, man. You know, like let's get out of here. So. um Anywho, Zach, if you're listening to this, which, by the way, Zach, when I mentioned your name yesterday, Rob, he said, oh, that's the guy that's on the podcast with you. So there is a possibility. Oh, sidekick. There is a possibility he's listened. Now, he knows. That's, the, that's the, how you're identified, as we established earlier. I, yeah, apparently. From the Commitment <laughs> Issues podcast, yeah. Rob Cassidy. Rob Cassidy joins us. Well, and uh, we, well, we, know Nick, we know Nick knows Zach from various other bachelor parties, which <laughs> 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 shall remain nameless. <laughs> um, but Zach, April 16th, Nick and I both have that weekend open. So, and may, maybe Rob will fly out too since you know him. Yeah, uh, we're best friends now. Yeah, you didn't know. Or I'm actually the only one invited. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, anyway, Zach's not going to listen to this. I, uh, I'm playing basketball with Zach tonight. So, uh, it's going to be a Bleacher Report and Rivals uh, collaboration on the basketball with me setting a lot of picks tonight. Are they adding or subtracting over there? Uh, they're adding, uh, based on, I went to their office last night. It looks like they're definitely adding. That's so that's good for them. Um, moving on next topic. I don't, I don't really have a fifth topic. Well, I wanted to go over some of these last minute signing day predictions and yada, yada, since we, we've made a lot of picks. Um, well, let's go to Mike Farrell, the godfather, the one and only. He has his three point stance out today where he yeah, makes, why don't we make him come in here. I'm going to make him do it tomorrow. Um, at some point. He makes his picks for the top. For the top, so let's go through and blow for blow. Uh, Marvin Wilson, we all picked. Well, you guys picked LSU. I picked FSU because I was so mad at Marvin. If you remember about yes. the whole USF thing, I'm going to stick with my pick. He didn't. Oh, Nick's saying he didn't. He never went to Florida State. No, USF. I don't believe. Oh yeah, of course he didn't, because I mean, he never was going to make that trip. Mm-hmm. You know, people want to spend time with the other Bay Area. I was mad at him for just even putting him in the top five when he was never going to Texas. So why would he? Go to USF. It's very weird. Anyway, we, we, you, you can listen to that one in the old archives on iTunes. Um, <laughs> next up. Not pluralizing anything anymore. <laughs> next up. Well, we said Nick and I saw that in an oh, online internet video yeah, one time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, Aubrey Solomon. Mike picks Alabama. I believe somebody told me that USC's made a major move. Um, it'd be unprofessional for me to decide where 
uh, Aubrey Solomon's going to go, uh, which is an inside joke that you guys don't even know about. Yeah, I was like, me. wow, that's new. Me and Derek. <laughs> that happened yesterday in the office when you weren't here. But uh, Mike picks Alabama. I'm still picking Alabama. What do you guys think? You don't know. I, I think I want to hear the story. <laughs> was he the one that I picked to go to Michigan? Yeah. Nah, I'm with, I'm go with blue. <laughs> go, yeah, go, go blue. Um, Jay Tufele, uh, he's getting picked for USC by Mike. I'm going to pick Utah, um, as, as Terry Hatcher once said on an episode of Desperate Housewives. It really cracked me up. She, <laughs> what are you with the deep reference? She called it Utah. She called it Utah. It was a big dramatic moment. Yeah, she was like, she was like, Utah. Let's see if Utah. <laughs> I'm gonna pick, I don't know if I'm punchy or if that's actually funny. I'm gonna, it's it's funny. It's, it was pretty funny. I recorded it on, off the TV. I was in the TiVo days. Let me see. I'll, I'll look for that while, uh, well, while we, you guys well, make your picks. Utah? J. Tufele? Well, Tufele was Tufele. Uh, you said Tufele. I said Tufele. He sounds like a Utah player. Well, you know, yeah, that was – and, and from, what, from what I also heard, too, uh, while we were out there, it seemed as though there were some personal things that, you know, obviously a lot, a lot of players of his ilk seem to – uh, you know, come from and kind of stay around uh, those Utah schools between Utah and BYU. But, you know, he had some extended personal things that I think are going on that may lure him to stay there as well. Uh, but look, this is all I need Ohio, to know. Ohio State was in the picture there, too. Can you up. pull up a picture of this man? I, if you show me his haircut, I will tell you whether he's going to Utah or not. <laughs> well, if you it's not a ponytail, is it long curly hair? It's uh, no, it's like a it's like a, a USC. For sure. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's the pick. Okay. Haircut pick for for USC. Um, he's from, he like he's literally like twenty minutes outside of Utah, like Provo and Utah or Salt Lake City though. All right, Devonte Smith. Uh, there was some momentum for LSU. I believe he missed his Miami official visit. Excuse me. Jeez. Wow, that's a weird sound. <laughs> <laughs> a little too much of that. Uh, what was that? Big drop suit. No. What were those things called? Let's start with the B. The pork, the sang, the sandwiches with the. <laughs> They're like steam buns. Yeah, what are they called? What are you talking bow. about? The bow. Oh, at lunch. Okay, I was like. Yeah, we had some bow for lunch today. Now my bowels are oh, acting God. up a little bit. <laughs> Man, we really. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. We shouldn't be around each other in person. We're picking out. We're we're we're, we're all taking Alabama Especially because with this bell pro. Yeah, because Devontae <laughs> Smith. Snuck off to Alabama for an unofficial visit, a la Reuben Foster. So we expect him to stick there. LeBron Ray, I think we're all picking Alabama, right? For sure. Uh, Joseph Lewis. Uh, USC? Yeah, it, it's allegedly between USC. Well, that's that, see, that's where the unprofessionalism came in, so I don't know if we can pick USC. you got to tell this story. Uh, I can't tell it on the podcast, unfortunately. Um, I thought I forwarded you the email. I guess I must have forgot. Um, anyway... I'm going to pick USC. I think he took an unofficial visit to Oregon a, a week ago or something like that, so they might be in the mix there. But it seems to be USC and Nebraska, so I'm going to pick USC. Nick, do you got any problem with that? No. Diomador Lenore, which was who was called Diomdre recently on ESPN, which I got a really good laugh out of. That's not even trying. Yeah, yeah, Diomdre was a pretty good one. Uh, the, the pick here from Mike Farrell is Oregon. I think we all expect him to go to Oregon. He was committed there already before, right? So Yeah, I mean, you would think that's still the place. Now, this is an interesting one. Jeff Thomas, uh, number 57 player in the country, wide receiver out of the Midwest. Yeah, he was great in the Under Armour. Yeah, terrific in the Under Armour game. Really looked great. Uh, a lot of people think he's headed to, to junior college. Mike picks Miami here. 
Have you heard any buzz about him in Miami, Rob? Or you, we... Well, he, he, that coaching staff is not very happy with me right now. <laughs> but, no, no, but yeah, um, yeah I, think that's, I think that's the pick if he ends up going to a non-Juco. It's interesting because he, yeah, I know he has family reasons to maybe stay in the Midwest, but it seems like Illinois has dropped off maybe just because they know they can't get him in or something like that. So I don't think we, I don't think we have any read on him. Uh, now Nick's favorite player. I know you want to make a pick here on Willie Gay. Um, <laughs> where do you think he's going, Nick? Uh, Hawaii. <laughs> Fighting Rainbow, right? No, don't. It's either Michigan Warriors. or Mississippi oh, State. What happened with LSU? Jacob Phillips had said he was going to LSU. I mean, I guess it's possible there, but I, I, I've always thought he was going to go to Mississippi State. But, you know, as we learned last year with A.J. Brown, oh, people man. do not mind calling press conferences in Starkville to come to other schools. You the know? troll, like, the A.J. Brown troll. That was a hard heel turn on Starkville. Well, I think he is going to go to Mississippi State just because it's hard for guys to, to leave that area. And, and, you know, LSU's trying hard, but, yeah, I think that's the, that's the pick there. Not my state anymore. Yeah. Austin Jackson out of uh, Arizona. Guy that got a lot of momentum rankings wise late in the process. Nick, you liked him at Army, I believe, didn't you? You think he was good there? Oh, Austin Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Offensive tackle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, USC's the pick for Mike. I thought you meant like I liked him to go to Army. Oh yeah, yeah. He's going to West Point. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's you know. It's, I think we're all listing. picking. We're all picking USC now. Nick, this is an interesting one. Levi Jones. All is all over the place. We've heard Texas. We've heard Florida. We've heard Florida State. Mike Farrell picks the Seminoles. That's a good choice. I mean, I, I think I think it's definitely going to be one of the Florida schools myself, either Florida or Florida State. Let me see his haircut. I'll tell you. Oh, it's a Florida State haircut. <laughs> is it? It's, it's like kind of Bieberish, right? Is, is well, he's from, he's from he's from no, the Orlando he, area. Yeah, it's got a high. I know Florida was heavily in the mix for him. Oh yeah, that guy's going to Florida State. Okay, so you uh, can tell by looking at his Rob. Head. We're going to. This isn't a visual medium, so it's really helping the audience. Elijah Blades was committed to to Florida forever. Actually, mulled an update on him back. Uh, at the rivals camp in LA, and he talked about Florida. He ends up committing to Florida. It was always his dream school. He then tells somebody he's eighty-five percent committed, and then proceeds to decommit like an hour later, which is which is the really percentage good. dropped very quickly. Uh, Mike's got him going to Nebraska. Um, boy, I don't know. I'm going to pick USC because why would he decommit from Florida to go to Nebraska? Which I mean, granted, that's halfway across the country, but it's still it's still you're gonna, far, right? Yeah, I mean, he, I, I'm with you. USC. Nick? Yes. Okay, sorry, Nebraska. Sorry, Cali, Cali Braska. Uh, Ch- now, Chevin Callaway, one of my fave players, definitely a, a, a talented defensive back. Mike picks Arkansas. We just talked about him in Texas. What do you think? Is he going to leave the state to go to Arkansas? Arkansas seems like the uh, the pick for him. I mean, they, they've they been involved with him, you know, the longest of the, of the schools that are in his finalist, and uh, I think he, I think he likes it. He canceled his. Uh, he, had, he had one more trip that he was going to take to Ole Miss that he canceled uh, after taking his Arkansas visit. So, this is the guy that that uh, Iowa was too high and mighty to recruit still, right after he took a visit. Right. <laughs> one of several. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's one of those guys. Uh, he it's came one of the in, guys that Iowa gave away. Yeah, he came into the. <laughs> he, came, him. he came into the room and he was really hot about. I was giving him a hard time about it, and he was like, let me tell you how it really went down. No, nah, I told you. He's... Yeah. He was not happy about it. But yeah. I didn't want to get distracted from my other work, so we didn't get a chance to get him on the podcast. Um, but anyway, I guess I'll – I guess I'll – now, you know what? I'm picking Texas. Hook them after I ripped them so much earlier. Called, what did I call Austin? 
Uh, you said it was a broke version <laughs> like of Portland. Yeah. Of Portland. Well, the interesting the, and one, one more thing to kind of flush that out a little bit further. I mean, uh, one of the one of the players from your uh, neck of the woods in Louisiana, Amik Robertson, who's kind of been a hot name too. Texas offered, I think, kind of as a contingency plan to not get either uh, Callaway or Vincent. So. Well, he committed to, back to Louisiana Tech just another night ago. So. Yeah. I really liked Amik. I, I wrote about him during the summer. He's like a five-seven, three-star. I mean, he's right on the edge of four-star status. And a lot of people said, Woody, why would you rank a guy who's going to Louisiana Tech? It's almost a four-star. And then now, lo and behold, he's got Texas, LSU, Alabama. A lot, a lot of people are talking about that. Yeah, right? I mean, you should see my... People are saying. <laughs> That's what people like is... Yeah. You know, the rankings. Is Iowa going to give away any other players before signing day, or are we going to get through without them <laughs> oh, geez, <laughs> kicking somebody off the commitment list? What's funny is, I, you know, I really I really like the Iowa fans. They're really nice fans. Our, our Iowa side is terrific. No, they're great. Uh, yeah, it's just like I, I just can't get on board with the with the coaching strategy there. Um, last one, Mike goes on and on. If you want to go, Mike, Mike goes through, you know, his first point is a bunch of predictions, and so is his second one. We're not going to go through all 50 of them or whatever. What's his third point? His third point is glaring misses in the SEC East, which we can talk about after tomorrow if it doesn't go well. Um, last one, Danny Davis. I don't know. He's from Ohio, but he's going. Mike's got him going to Wisconsin. I'm going to pick Kentucky there. I guess Ohio State. I thought Ohio State was ba- badly in need of a wide receiver. I don't even know that dude. Yeah, he, well, that's because we've never seen him at an Ohio event. State? So. I was going to say, I've they, not they ever just seen that up guy a, uh, They just picked up a kid uh, the last night of the day before from from Texas. A receiver? Uh, yeah, yeah, they were, yeah, they were trying to add a late receiver. They were sniffing around a lot of commits. Uh, and, a, and it might have been Robinson, um, but that opportunity went up in smoke. So. Jeez. <laughs> Boy, Dad. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, oh man. Boy, we love be any more blunt with that. Wait, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was better than mine. I like that one a lot. Um, oh boy, somebody responded to my me saying Jim Harbaugh was washed, saying he's so fun and viral. <laughs> like, Wait, are we live streaming? No, that's a, par- that's a parody account. Yeah, no, they were clearly making uh, fun of. I was going to say I, he's, he's, he's so viral. Yeah, he's so fun and viral. Exclamation point. That doesn't sound like a compliment. Um, <laughs> Rob Cassidy once described as viral. <laughs> what's what's the ringer? Yeah, what's the ringer? <laughs> By the way, I thought I was going. Yeah, never mind. I don't want to talk about that. Um, so tomorrow, we we do we do want to quickly touch on this. Uh, tomorrow, on Rivals dot com, the homepage, uh, and Yahoo Sports and Facebook Live, we're going to be all over the place. Nick Kruger hosting several Facebook Live announcements. Um, you know, for all the talk about about me being star of the show. Uh, <laughs> this guy's going to be front and center we tomorrow. we got to give him a nickname, too. If we're going to call you Wom, what do I mean? <laughs> well, my nickname is Wood Dog, uh, as we all know. Can I call him Special K? Special K is not bad. Not well, bad. he calls himself Krug City, which is why he can't get verified on Twitter. Krug City Online. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Krug, C- <laughs> Krug City Online. But he's going to be he's going to be hosting a ton of stuff. We'll be wearing suits, which is impressive. I won't be wearing an Expos jersey. Yeah, I am. I'll be wearing uh, – Nick and I are both wearing hoodies right now. He looks so cool, bro. We're so hip, you as are, uh, folks at the Ringer would, would like us 100%. to believe. Um, I believe Rob and I are scheduled to do a segment with uh, someone from the Ringer, which is exciting. If What's the Ringer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's an internet website <laughs> stuff like that, um, but we're having some lighting issues. They do write-ups. So yeah, they do. They definitely do write ups. <laughs> uh, so so be sure to check us out. We're gonna have another podcast too. We're gonna try to turn one out. Uh, this this studio is nice. We might as well do another one while we're here. Um, 
Yeah, we can do a post-signing day edition. Yeah, yeah, hopefully if it's not distracting from the other stuff we have to do. Um, and then, I don't know, we want to do Tweet of the Week real quick. We're going to combine, we're not, we don't have any sound effects because we got too much work to do. Uh, so we're going to do a quick co- combination of Tweet of the Week. What's, what's the drop that we have on there? Oh. You want to subtweet people? You're nothing but an embarrassment. <laughs> and then, uh, why are you always lying? Yeah, I'll sing that one if you want. Okay, yeah. By all means, go for it. Why are you always lying? <laughs> There's also an, an expletive in there, which we'll, we'll leave out. So guess what? Brock Heward, front and center. Fact check time. Uh, this week, Brock famously went on Twitter and said, I mean, I lost my, I lost the, the I lost the tweet. tweet. Yeah, I lost the tweet. Because I have too many tabs open, flat out. I mean, <laughs> I, think we, <laughs> I think we all know that Woody has way too many tabs open at all times. And Nick used to make fun of me about You're it. You're the sloppiest person in this business. Okay. Yeah, definitely the tabs. sloppiest <laughs> person sure. in this industry. Yeah. Okay, so Brock Hewitt tweets on one twenty four seventeen from Redmond, Washington. The self-promotion on Twitter of the recruiting process is killing me. Do I need to know you've had 18 offers? Where has this gone so wrong? Okay, oh, you know what a what a tragedy. But Rob's face when I read that, you can see his face of disbelief, <laughs> disgust. So, I read it. I saw it coming through my feed, and I was like, "What? You know, whatever." Typical. You know, in my day, we but didn't do that. Who is that tweet for? It's like it's for look other at how old people. I am, yeah, yeah. Or like what? <laughs> so anyway, so Brock, somebody, so some kid tagged me in a tweet when they got offered by Michigan State, and I believe he said, oh, blessed to receive my eighth offer from Michigan State, which there's all kinds of grammatical issues that I have more problems with than naming the offers. But anyway, this guy, and then I looked, this guy was tweeting them, and Jeff Rush is his name, uh, I'll give out his handle, he was tweeting at every recruit that day that tweeted out their offers. Uh, his, tw- his Twitter handle is at H-I-F-A-H-K-E-R, and he's got a picture of a some type of giant Ford truck with BYU stuff on it is a. Uh... That's not a real. So anyway, so our boy Jeff was was tweeting it at every recruit. A screenshot of Brock Howard's tweet, like to say, you know, what's wrong with you? Can you ban? Take that number out of your tweet. Kid. So me, being a former journalist, uh, decided to to fire up the old LexisNexis database. I saw this because I remembered Brock Heward being a pretty big recruit growing up in Oregon. As I as I mentioned, he's from the Pacific Northwest. His brother was a a quarterback for Washington who who threw one of the most famous interceptions in uh, Oregon football history. Uh, a lot of people credit him with helping turn the program around there. So I found an article from 1995 as we go. Um, yeah, I've been Mike just showed me a lot of text messages. Who's that from? Uh, the guy, the wonderful people at GoPowerCat.com. Yeah, I got a, I got a sim. I've gotten a lot of similar messages. Uh, to, to, anyway, so so anyway, I get. So I go on here and I find an article from 1995 written by Blaine Newman, Noonham, excuse me, Noonham, N-E-W-N-H-A-M. What I had a, some Noonham for lunch. Jeez, what a name. Well, <laughs> Noonham sandwiches. Uh, so the, the headline is Brock Howard, Brock Heward is a gem, but game has family jaded. So boy, the recruiting game wore them out in the 90s here. Now it goes on here talking about how he's taking his official visit to Washington. Husky's got a lot of work to do. And then here we go. Uh, this is Brock's time, said Mike Heward, his father and high school coach. We need to be excited for him, but we've been through enough of the frustrations of college football to be a little jaded. Okay. And then our boy Blaine says, next week, Gatorade will name Brock Heward the National High School Player of the Year. Mike Heward said Terry Donahue, the UCLA coach, told him Brock was the top prep passing quarterback in the nation. 
three other coaches said the same thing, said Mike Hewitt. Calvin Collins. So, so, Brock. (laughs) To recap. Yeah, to recap, you would never do something like that. He. But your father can go give an interview counting how many coaches want you and say it to the newspaper, which was the Twitter. No, but here's the difference. Twitter makes you a bad person. You haven't heard? Like, oh, no. Yeah. Najee Harris yeah. doesn't have a Twitter. Did you know that? Yeah, I'd heard that Miles oh. Garrett didn't have one either. It made him the greatest person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Brock Heward, why are you always lying, dude? Why That's not really so much a lie as like a... Just kind of why are you well, always hypocriting. That's why it's a tweet of the week slash why you're always lying. Doesn't he know that in the time that it took him to tweet about recruits, he could be helping old ladies cross the street or whatever you do if you don't yeah. have a Twitter or saving the world? I once had a I once had a had a friend uh, Luke Kentai, big shout Luke, a very good athlete, could dunk when we were in the eighth grade, uh, which was pretty impressive for a, a kid from Oregon. And uh, his wedding. Uh, famously had the rehearsal dinner at a uh, P.F. Chang's. And they'd wanted to have it at a country club, which is where the wedding was being held. And his wife's family was, you know, rather <laughs> prominent around. As most people, prominent people do with P.F. Chang's. And he said, and he said, his father told me, he said, you know, they wanted us to have the rehearsal dinner at the, at the club. And they wanted thousands of dollars. And I said, do you know how many wells I could build in Africa for... The amount of money. So uh, instead, we'll get some mushu pork. And- so guess who... Guess- by, the, by the way, as somebody who used to work at P.F. Chang's, ordering the mushu is like the worst thing that you could do to a server because they have to stop everything that they're doing Bring it, at the time that I was working there. Bring it to the table and prepare it at the table. Fold your mushu into the pita things with spoons. I had can't no touch idea you were a former P.F. Oh, Chang's Oh, man, employee. dude, it was the worst. We frequently told people we were out of the mushu, and we, had, we pretended like it tasted real bad. How so. long did you work there? Just only a year. All right. Well, it was a good one. Regardless, uh, yeah, but come on, Brock. And a bunch of people tweeted it at him, and he didn't respond, and probably thinks I'm a troll or whatever. But it's just like, but to be fair, he's not wrong. It's not that serious, man. Like, you know, come on, bro. Yes. Come on, dog. Don't you know recruiting is the most serious thing in the world? It's always Twitter. And if you combine yeah. those two things, yeah. it's very serious. <laughs> so listen, uh, let's move on. Ransom and recommendations. We have no sound effects. Ding, ding, or what, what do you do? It's just like a thing. Yeah, so anyway. Can you sing something else for us? <laughs> we were in, uh, Nick and I were in uh, Houston, Texas this past uh, week, weekend. What, what day was that? Two days ago? Yeah, that was uh, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> so Utah. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> south, southeast of Utah. Uh, we and we went out to a to a, to a few uh, places. Number one, we went. We thought we were going to this arcade, and oh. it was this. I mean, every arcade game you could ever imagine, and it was all lit up, and it was so awesome. We're talking. They had like, they had like HD Mario Kart where you sit in a chair and are racing. They had any any arcade game you could ever imagine. My brother-in-law Matt would have loved it. Lots of pinball. Yeah, lots of pinball. Lots of they, they had every like I said anything you could want. Thousands of hundreds of games. So we walked down there with me and Nick and his brother Alex Kruger. Alex, big shout. Um, and thinking we're gonna go play, and we're like, hey, what's what's going on? Where's the door? How do we get in this place? Because it's all lit up. Everything's turned on. Turns out it's a wholesale. <laughs> Of arcade games, and you can only go play them twice a month. Yeah. <laughs> so they open the doors for like twice a month. Yeah, yeah. where you can go play and buy a fifteen dollar pass. That's yeah. very Houston. Yeah. So anyway, it was so depressing because we were like, it was like a it was like a Twilight Zone episode. 
because well, we went because it was attached to a bar which we ended up going to next door just to well that's that's where my story comes oh, in okay so so we go next door we ended because they had a, a pool table in there so we wanted to play some pool and as we're sitting there playing by the way i don't think you need to ask who won this woman walks in with her dog in her hand and i've been seeing this on my snapchat and there are do- there are bars where yeah, you're encouraged bars. to bring your dog, so get- that's fine. Why are you bringing your dog to a you, bar? You can't say that. I can't say. I got no. in trouble for that. Oh, you did? <laughs> we can't. Oh, God. All right, can just go. With it. No, I just put it on there. I'll listen we'll, to it. We're gonna beep that. No, we don't have to beep that. Uh, okay. No, I agree. <laughs> I mean, people are cussing. People are cussing all no, the time. Okay. That's not a cuss word. No, it's not. It's, okay. It's a fictional. It's uh, okay. <laughs> A GD. Uh, per, per the rest of the FCC and all that. Guess what? Guess who took media law twice and got two A's in it? Okay? <laughs> yeah, somebody at this day. Yeah, this guy. Okay. What? Why? But if you took it twice, why'd you get it? Well, you know, I was in the quarter system in Oregon and I didn't transfer over, so I had to take a semester class. Listen, man. The FCC doesn't play a podcast, by the way. <laughs> don't tell, don't tell Wom. <laughs> what to say and not say. <laughs> so anyway, don't bring your dog to a bar. It's not cute. It's lame and it's annoying. I remember I walked into a bar. Remember I met you in Sarasota and I walked and a dog started barking at me. Don't yeah, you remember that? That was amazing. <laughs> I, the look on my face. I could have, you know, no offense. If, you know, I love dogs as much as the next guy, including my dog, Grizz. Big shot, Grizz. Cat I know killer. You, I know you miss me. Um... Me and that dog were about to have problems. You want to see a bar? You ever been in a bar fight before? As Kevin, as Kevin Garnett once said, this dog was about to be in a bar fight with me. So, anyway, that's my rant. Rob, you got anything? Nah, Nick, I, you got anything? I, I'm too tired. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the next night, right before uh, my brother and I went to the Royal Rumble, yeah, uh, we had a little bit of time to kill. We went to a Dave and Buster's in San Antonio. You know what they had? The Mario Kart HD oh, games. Did you play it? So my recommendation is to find those games and play them because they're a lot of fun. There's a Dave and Buster's right down the street I here in Times Square. I still have money on my card. We'll go there. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, my arm is still very injured from the, my darts victory. Oh, another victory. Yeah. An, another victory. You better ice that out, man. All right, that wraps it up for us. Darts. <laughs> 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 well, there are the solo rooms over there with the tissues in them. Um, <laughs> it's a different kind of arcade. That wraps it up for us. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow, uh, hopefully running down uh, all the signing day goings-ons. <laughs> and uh, that's it, right? Leave yeah, us a maybe, re- maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe Hey, by the next time, an episode of this podcast, we might have a fourth chair. Right, right we might have more people on here. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back with another episode tomorrow. And uh, be sure to check our, our show on Rivals dot com.